0: Guys, thank you for joining me today. This is the Angry Prepper. Today's episode, episode 45, is going to be on Don't End Up With The Herd. So, what I mean by that is in a disaster scenario or situation or evacuation, try not to walk with the large group of people. Right now, obviously, if you're doing a fire drill or evacuating a building, you don't have much of a choice, though. If you do know an exit that is not being used or underused, if you will, and you know, it leads to the street or to safety, you can take that exit as well. Meaning you don't have to follow the herd of people. Now in the trade center, there were two or three staircases that were not being utilized during the evacuation and had people known about that. More people would have got out alive. So that being said, no, um, everything around you know all your exits know how to get out of that area and make sure you know the less utilized areas that are going to get you to safety because that's going to get you out a lot faster if you are evacuating a building and the stairway becomes clogged for whatever reason if you go to stairway x or z and they're not being utilized guess what you get down to safety a lot quicker so know your exits um, situational awareness is a part of knowing your exits, right? Know exactly how to get at that area, right? So if you live in Harlem, for example, example, where I live, I know multiple ways to get out of this hellhole, right? I just don't know one. I'm not going to hit one of the main streets. I'm going to take all the little streets and Avenue until I can't use my car anymore. And then I'm going to walk out. And then even then I have multiple ways to get out of the city. So with situational awareness, you should know how to get out of somewhere and read what's going on, right? If you're walking with the herd, for example, you should be able to look ahead and see what's going on. Don't walk with your head down. Don't keep looking at the ground and and the whole self-pity thing and feeling sorry for yourself. Keep your head on the swivel and keep looking around for danger until you get into a truly safe area. Now, I'm going to use this example of walking during an earthquake right so you're in california the biggest earthquake on the face of this planet just hit as you're walking down one of the main streets in los angeles a couple of the buildings in the business district area are ready to fall but because you and the herd are in this pity mode or looking at the ground or in disbelief and you're walking And you're staring at your phones trying to get it to work or whatever it is, but you're not paying attention to everything going on around you. You walk down the street between two buildings that are ready to fall if the next aftershock comes. Now, a lot of the times you can look up and tell, right? Especially if it's leaning in your direction. Well, what do you do with that? You go around that building and you go around that building by two, three blocks, right? And then you try to divert everyone to go around there because... You notice that there's a building above your head while everybody was, again, in their own heads. So don't build that tunnel vision, right? Don't walk with the herd and start thinking, well, everyone's walking to safety. I'm going to walk with them and then walk on pretty much autopilot, right? Because you're all walking together. You guys are not thinking about what could be happening ahead or what could be happening above in that case. Now, I understand there's comfort in others, right? When a disaster goes down, everybody's looking for comfort within one another, right? Whether it's the person you hate or the person you love, there is recognition in this disaster that's going down. And you two will seek comfort in one another when this disaster is going down. So I understand that with walking with, with a herd of people. But I have a group of people that we are ready to walk together, but that's in a small number, right? We're not walking with the hundreds, thousands, or millions of people, we're walking with anywhere up to ten to twenty people. Um, but that's a small herd, if you will. I mean, or, or a blip, if you know. If you look at it that way, um, we don't. You know, we know what we're looking for when we're walking. We keep our heads up. We keep our our attention on the situation at hand. We don't start thinking about the people we lost and. What could happen, and how come this happened? Get to the safe, get to the safe area, and then you can start thinking about that stuff. Now, the herd mentality can hurt you and or get you killed. Obviously, you're walking down the street, and they tell you to walk to the uh, to the port. All right. So again, you're in California or New York, hell, and you're walking to the port, but you're not paying attention to what's going on around you. Right. Then you see a, a, a giant truck up ahead because a bomb just went off in New York City and you and you guys are now walking to where the uh, rescue crews are telling you to walk to but as you're walking you see a truck up ahead but this truck just looks out of place and doesn't feel right with that you go around or you take a longer way around by cutting one or two blocks over and then you hear detonation the next block up where you just came from well you notice that truck didn't seem right you told a couple of people, they followed you, you survived, everyone else didn't, but why? Because you broke away from the herd, which is why I said it could hurt you or kill you. Now, we all remember War of the World with Tom Cruise, when everybody was uh, walking to the ferry, and that's the scene where Tom Cruise was in the station wagon or, or minivan or whatever the hell it was, and he, um, he got caught in that herd. And he walked with him. Oh, he was driving with them, and then he got attacked and he started walking with them. And then what happened? His son noticed something in the distant trees, and uh, they still got caught. But nonetheless, had they not entered that herd of people, they might not have gotten on that boat and almost died, right? So uh, essentially, they got hurt. But they did survive. But they could have they could have reduced their chances of getting hurt or captured by the aliens had they had a little bit of wherewithal and not walked with that group of people. Right. So guys, this is another short episode. This is the Angry Prepper. Thank you for listening. You could follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and That's it. Twitter. All right, guys, thank you for listening.